to saddle up, partners, and hit the trail onto the twisted road of fake history. Over the rolling plains, through sagebrush and cactus, and straight into the wild and problematic tales of the Old West. There it is, just over the ridge. You're headed straight into another episode of Hoofbeats in My Heart, yet again. Love will lock me in a pen, throw away the keys, that's when I get hoofbeats in my heart, yet again, again, I get hoofbeats in my heart, yet again, yet again. Episode 6, here comes the cavalry, there goes Ruby and the Marshal. The bandits Ruby and Margaret have been deputized in town. While a certain bridge stays on schedule and promptly tumbles down, the marshal is trapped in terror. Two pursuers now seal his fate. That's when Marshal Brown sees he's riding right into dish where in a crate. Egad! Brown the Bandit, also known as Marshal Shiloh Brown, has crashed through the crate of dishware. I'm gonna murder that there Marshal Brown! Will I give my- And that second rider is chasing Brown the Bandit! And the lawyer of Brown the Bandit, formerly known as Marshal Shiloh Brown, is also in hot pursuit of his disreputable client! Captain Free! It's looked like that Marshal Brown fella. Are you speaking of Brown the Bandit? Also known as Marshal Shiloh Brown? Yes, indeedy daddy. It looks like he's doubling back on his horse to look at the crane he smashed up in the street. Excellent. Excellent. Stay behind this door and we'll run down the steps and capture him when he dismounts. Whoa, Acidophilus. I need to dismount and inspect what's left of this random crate of dishware I accidentally crashed into and rode over. Hmm. This appears to be the address label. To Marshal Shiloh Brown from the Grand National Dishware Works in Mosquito Grove. Apparently this random pile of broken glass once was the shipment of duplicate dishware I was anticipating. And upon further inspection... Ah, here, wrapped in this towel, is the original etched piece of dinner plate I wanted reproduced, not knowing at the time that it actually belongs to Mr. El Bandito de la Melodia. He does seem rather anxious to reclaim it. I'll tuck it into my shirt for safekeeping until I'm able to return it to him. Wait here, Acidophilus, my trusty steed. I need to go into the mail depot and tell them I wish to return what remains of this crate. The dishware I received was, um, slightly damaged in transit. Oh, there he be, Raymond Jose. Ah, Mr. Jackrabbit Red. <laughs> and Mr. Melody Bandit. You were just in my thoughts. And a penny for your thoughts. I think I am going to kill you. <laughs> Now, now, don't be too hasty, Mr. El Bandido de la Melodia. 
that piece of broken dishware you're searching for is right here and... Way to flea-bitten horn toad of a minute there, Raymond Jose. You are interrupting my murder of this hombre, Senor Jackrabbit. Feel free to interrupt. Uh, uh, this marshal done just said that this here crate uh, was kind of uh, left of it. It's got itself the piece of plate uh, we was after. Oh? Yes. Yes, Mr. Jackrabbit Red touches upon a crucial point. And you promised Ruby Buckaroo, the bandit queen of the cowboys, that you wasn't going to skin this here pole cat alive if and he done led us to the broken piece of the map. Bravo. Well put, Mr. Jackrabbit Red. I would applaud, but I big choked it off. Loco, stead he says here. So, I'm a-thinking, the sooner y'all handle this here marshal's throat, the sooner we can pick through this here pile of broken dishes, and the sooner we're going to find what we've been looking for. Tiene suerte, Mariscal Brown. Very lucky indeed that I have made that promise to Ruby, mi joya. And that Senor Jack Rabbit Red, he has reminded me. Yo te libero. <laughs> I must tell you, Mr. Melody Bandit, that the piece of dinner plate you seek is right here, tucked safely in Hands my... Hands up, Brown the Bandit, formerly known as Marshal Silo Brown. Yes, sir, Captain Freep. Uh, I got my hands up too, lawman. No, no, Senor Jackrabbit. Put down your hands. This Capitan, he thinks I am the lawyer of the Marshal. I'm glad to see you are in good health, Mr. Lawyer, after your kidnapping and tormentation at the hands of Brown the Bandit, formerly known as Marshal Shiloh Brown. And who is this good citizen beside you? It's the stockade for us, Raymond Jose. Mm, This Caballero is Señor Conejo Rojo. He is mm, my law partner. Good day, Señor. He cannot speak English very well, Capitan. I can't. Not a dang word. No, sir. Mr. Counselor, we need men of your caliber as guardians and agents of the law. Both of you, raise your right hand. Why aren't you raising your hand? Uh, I I, I can't speak English. Uh, Not a dang word, no, sir. Uh, But I'll raise it anyhow. I hereby deputize both of you gentlemen as lawmen. Let me pin these badges on you. There! And now, I am marching this criminal back into his cell in the jailhouse. Do you two gentlemen wish to accompany me? No, we're going to be looking for a piece of the treasure map. And no, this no, no, era... no. Lawyer Conejo Rojo says he wishes to stay outside with me and search for clues among those broken dishes. But you'll have a devil of a time finding what you seek because the piece of broken dinner plate is tucked safely in my... Enough out of you, Brown the Bandit, formerly known as Marshal Silo Brown. Come along with me, you foul degenerate. <laughs> I have an important telegraphic message. Did you say a message? What is it, Private? Sergeant, sir, is General McGoofus in the command tent with you, sir? No, he isn't. But in his absence, I am authorized to receive the General's communication. Well, it is, sir. Another message that is marked urgent. It, it says, 
Brown the Bandit, formerly known as Marshal Shiloh Brown, has been recaptured. There is no need for the United States Cavalry to ride to the rescue of the town of Really Rubber Gulch. Signed, Captain Leonardo Freep. Have I delivered the message too late, sir? It's not your fault, Private. But McDougal has already sounded his bugle, and General Magoofus and his cavalry are furiously riding to the rescue as we speak. Our mortal cavalry is ruled by a lone musician who rides on horse for part. His name's McDougal. He blows the bugle and he plays charge. us to action. His music is blaring in battle, small or large. He's never frugal, not with his bugle when he plays charge. But he plays reveille too early, so every soldier wakes up surly. One day we'll take his bugle's rotten and jam it right Of McDougal From crying babies To dancing girls Named Bart and even Dougals They sound like Dougals They're squawking charge Hey, Raymond Jose Here's a dang hunk of broken dinner plate that might be your missing piece. Excelente. Does it fit together with your piece, Senor Jackrabbit? Let me, let me just put them side by side and... Dang. That ain't it. We ain't never gonna find that there piece of dinner plate to put together that dang blame treasure map. Oh, realmente. Quiero matar al Mariscal Brown. It is almost June 26, the deadline to find the treasure. Look at Raymond Jose. Two riders are coming this way. I, I can't see them clear, but I can see their law badges are shining in the sun. Diablo, our luck has come to an end. Now we must put up our hands. Hold up there. <laughs> Howdy, fellers. I reckon you can put your hands down for a spell and give them a rest. Oh, 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 Ruby Buckaroo, uh, the bandit queen of the cowboys, and Margaret the marauder. Greetings, gentlemen. I'll be satisfied. Uh, so let's keep a searching for that glass, Raymond Jose. A darle que es mole de olla. You two boys look as busy as two stump-tailed bulls in fly season. Yes, sir. Why are you both on your knees? Sorting through splintered wood and smashed glass. That loco federal rode on this big crate with his horse. One moment, please. Are you telling me this scattered debris is the crate from the mail depot? Oh, once upon a time it was. Hmm, uh, Cito Mio? Yes, Ruby Mihoya. I gotta make an inquiry of you. It's a looking like you found yourself a pile of glass with your piece of the dinner plate. Did you keep your part of the bargain? Is Marshal Shiloh Brown still a living and a breathing regular like? Oh, realmente quiero matar al Mariscal Brown. Si, mi princesa. I did not hurt him, 
yet. Where'd he go off to? Uh, 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 that Captain Freak feller uh, locked him up in the jailhouse again. So's how'd you gals both get them counterfeit law badges? Our badges are in fact authentic. The self-same Captain Freep deputized me and Miss Ruby as officers of the law. And the Capitan, he made El Bandido de la Melodia and Jack Rabbit Red deputies also. <laughs> So's it's a looking like, thanks to Captain Freep, the broken dinner plate gang has got us a whole parcel of legal-like alibis as to who we be. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Slither, did you receive a telegraphic response from General McGoofus yet? You must be patient, Captain Freep. Henrietta went in the back to see yeah, if it I... is. Miss Slither, the message just came in. I'll take charge of that message, Miss Henrietta. Oh, no, you won't, Captain Freep. In this telegraph office, we are duty-bound to follow the rules and procedures delineated in the United States Telegraphic Office Rules and Procedures Manual. Page 230 categorically states that the manager of a telegraph office reads the telegraph message to the customer. My apologies, Miss Slither. I seem to have forgotten page 230. Apology accepted, Captain Freight. You are very gracious, Miss Slither. And now, I order you to read me that message! <clears throat> Dearest Captain Freak. That would be me! Continue. We have received your telegraph message stating that you have apprehended Brown the Bandit. Formerly known as Marshal Silo Brown. Continue. And that you wish to cancel your request to activate the cavalry. Fine. Yes. Keep reading. Your message arrived too late. What? In response to your prior message and on the musical signal from McDougal and his bugle, General McGoofus and the entire company of cavalry set out on their mission to save Really Rubber Gulch from the clutches of Brown the Bandit. Formerly known as Marshal Shiloh Brown. Halt your reading. Halt, I say. This is terrible. We must stop the cavalry. Ladies, raise your right hands. I'm left-handed. Can I raise my leg? By pinning these badges on both of you, you are now deputized agents of the law. And your first order is to follow me immediately. Ladies and gents, the telegraph office is closed till further notice. Please harm not a hair on Marshall Brown's head. He's locked inside a cell as a prisoner of fate. But a thought has occurred in Marshall Brown's head. This all started with a broken dinner plate. Marshall Brown! Marshall Brown! Pain makes him queasy. I got he something bruises easy. And, and you need not provoke any poke, king or choke. So please harm not a hair this on Marshall Brown's head. For dear Marshall Brown, in fact, your dang jail cell. Ah, uh, here I sit, strumming a guitar that a former inmate left behind in this dank jail cell. 
alongside his half-eaten chicken leg. I sing of my... Miss Buckaroo, you're here! And you entered through the front door of the jail, as opposed to your customary practice of bursting through a closed glass window. Yep. And you appear to be wearing the badge of an agent of the law. Yep. And while I was warbling my doleful ballad, you, uh, mentioned something about a key to open my cell door? Yep. This is all so... all so confusing. As confusing as my constantly being referred to as Brown the Bandit, formerly known as Marshal Shiloh Brown. The latter of whom, Captain Freep notwithstanding, I still consider myself to be. That would be Marshal Brown. Not Brown the Bandit. Who I am not. Although I am... Mr. Brown in both cases, but an honest Mr. Brown in reality, not the crooked one. Mr. Brown. You know, Marshal Brown, that there makes a heap of sense. And sure like to sit a spell and chaw the rag and explain all these here goings on and such, but I'm a thinking we can do that on our two horses. So I'm a letting you loose out of that there jail cell legal like as a bona fide agent of justice. And even more than that, with this here legal like key that Captain Freep feller done give to me. He gave you the Pardon my slackness of jaw, but I am truly astounded at this bewildering turn of judicial events. And before we scoot out of this here jail, I got me something for ya. A coming out present? For me? Here. My brass United States Marshal's badge. I seen it up on the desk and kept it for safekeeping. Now, raise your right hand. Raise my... But why? Get your right mitt up, Pronto. Yes, yes, Miss Buckaroo. As a bona fide agent of justice, I declare you back to being Marshal Shiloh Brown, who used to be calling himself Brown the Bandit, but not no more, he don't. Well, in the spirit of festive offerings, I'll give you something that I rescued from that mound of wood shards and broken glass in front of the mail depot. Here is the Melody Bandit's piece of broken dinner plate with the etching on it. What? It's really nothing. Nothing? This ain't nothing. Come on, it's time to heat up the bricks. Let's ride! Listen for Episode 7. The good one or the bad one? Puff Beats in my heart yet again was written, composed, and directed by George Czar and starred Marcy Mancotti, Edwin Wall, and Ernesto Valenzuela and featured Ana Maria Alvarez, David Elliott, Tom Lally, John Lee, Jeff Lupiton, Isabel Quintero, Barbara Rosenblatt, Ed Rutherford, and Tim Sullivan. Musical director, Robert Ollis. Recording engineer, Josh Myers. Assistant recording engineer, Haley Blomquist. Of Beats in My Heart, yet again, again, was produced by Granville North Sheridan and Marcella Bernard for Buckaroo Arini Productions. <laughs>